Yes, people, it's Ted Lawler, and welcome back to the If Only They Knew podcast, sponsored by MindKite, the mindset and well-being platform that's helping thousands of people with their mental health. In this episode, I speak to Jack Parsons, CEO of the Youth Group, a team dedicated to helping provide opportunities for young people. I speak to Jack about his inspiring story, what young people should be doing if they want to be at the top of their game, and so much more. So if you're looking to excel, this is the podcast for you. All right, brilliant. So Jack, thank you for coming on. Um, I know a lot of people listening to this, a lot of young people listening to this, they will know you and, and pretty much what you do. Um, but I don't think they'll know exactly where you've come from. Because I've, I've done a bit of digging and I've found out a few things. And you've had a really interesting upbringing um, as a child in terms of your family life. So if it's not too personal, if you, if you don't mind sort of explaining the stuff that you've been through with the dyslexia, speech therapy and stuff like that. Totally. And I, I believe, Ted, look, nothing's too personal when you're in business. When you put yourself out there, you get out there and you have to be authentic so others can uh, be inspired and make their own path. So nothing for me is never too personal and I live a authentic life uh, in all the work that I do. But let me explain. So I, I had speech therapy. I didn't speak until the age of um, eight years old. Um, I started my speech therapy at six. And so for the first six years of my life, uh, speaking was very tough. Why? Because my mum was an alcoholic and she never really taught um, me how to speak properly or what to say. And I used to just point at things. So I had six years to catch up. I don't stop speaking now, uh, being an entrepreneur, and I, I go and go and go. And um, But I, at the same time, I only speak when I believe I had some value to add. And it's, it's not just about speaking, it's about listening. I believe whoever you are or wherever you are on your journey as an entrepreneur, but home life was tough. Mum was an alcoholic. She was only ever in free moods, drunk, violent or asleep. And I became a young carer. And when you become a young carer, you have to grow up. I was negotiating at the age of five um, to, to my mum, uh, kind of trying to speak to her, trying to say, mum, can you stop? Can you stop? drinking but because I couldn't speak myself it was very hard and so you start growing up trying to say how can I better serve my parents and how can I better look after them and especially my mum being an alcoholic so I was always around the smell of alcohol and I just tried to get away from that and in school I was bullied until year nine because young people are smart young entrepreneurs are smart and they know the odd one out and the only reason the bullying stopped is because I was old enough to take out a paper round which funded my judo lessons and I used to go to judo and I had a sense of purpose and the famous saying is when you're sinking you learn to swim and I become a black belt in judo very quickly wow. and this changed my old landscape because I started having a sense of confidence I started building a network people that didn't judge me and school started to get better for me didn't complete my GCSE in school and I'm all I'm a big believer from going having from going from having all the answers to all the questions in everything you do mm. because none of us know everything mm. so as a young entrepreneur in your journey wherever you are Ted who, whoever you are, whoever's listening to this, who wants to be an entrepreneur or who's on the journey already, in every meeting, go from having all the answers to all the questions in everything you do. 
Yes, yes, I love, I love that. And it's so true. You hear it all the time, especially I think ego kicks in. And even though you may sit there thinking you know the answers, your ego won't portray that nicely. And you'll, you'll be looking like you're the one who thinks he knows everything. When in reality, every opportunity, I think there's a lesson to be learned. Totally, you're totally. And, um, and, and the British culture, it, it's changing, Ted. It, it mm. used to tell us, and it's changing slightly. It's still not there, but failure, failure is bad. Yes. Getting something wrong, fucking up, uh, whatever that is, it's bad. It's not bad. You either, you either learn or you win. And when I became an entrepreneur, I knew nothing about nothing, Ted. Yeah. I was very a simple, I'm still a simple person. I, I live my life by being very simple, but being very factual in, in what I say. And, and when, when you're a young entrepreneur, you, do, you don't know all the answers. You don't know how to set up a limited company. You don't know how to sell. And that is okay, but you have to be real with yourself. But this is where you have to get smart and connect yourself with smarter people around you. That's how I've grown as an entrepreneur. That's how I've raised millions of pounds in my first adventure uh, and, and built a business. And, and now I run a business with no investors in. I have 55 staff. We have 1,500 people, ambassadors across the country. We work with about 400, 420 corporates across the country. Right. And uh, we operate in the UK, New Zealand, and soon to be Australia. And yeah. how do you you get there well there's a secret sauce that i use and and people don't see me share this online because i lead with kindness but behind there you have to have a bit of backbone mm. you have to have a do i call it the duvet flip and i mention this everywhere i go what is your duvet flip as a young entrepreneur to get you out of bed to flip that duvet to actually succeed and do what you want to do in your business but my secret sauce is the three c's so what is the three c's it all starts with conversation be a conversation starter in everything you do. That's how you be able to network with new people. It's how you get to learn about new opportunities. And it's how you build your network. So become a conversation starter. Secondly, as a young entrepreneur, cause a lot of chaos in yeah. everything you do. Because chaos creates opportunity. And opportunity helps you grow and your business grow. So cause chaos. So everything you do, there needs to be a sense of chaos in what you do. Yeah. So reach out to a number of people, for instance, on a partnership, um, under promise and over deliver. Whatever that is you're doing, if, if, if there's a situation you believe in, call, be true to who you are and speak about it. But cause some chaos in, in that thinking and what, with what you do. And the third C is one that so many people forget to do. And that is be consistent. Be consistent in one and two. One with the conversation and two with the chaos. And I've used that for the last 15 months. And the scale on what we're doing is absolutely amazing. I've grew the business to 5.5 million turnover. We were edging up, we'll be edging to up 10 million. And what we do at the youth group is improve the odds for young people to reach their full potential in work. So yes, we've got a social purpose, but we're not a charity. We've yeah. got to make, we've got to keep the lights on. I'm a young entrepreneur. I own three properties in London. 
Yeah. And uh, I've, I've done that through public speaking. I've done that by exiting things. I sit on a number of boards. And, but I sit on those boards not to earn money. Mm. I sit on those boards to learn. Yes. Because one thing no one can take away from you is your learnings, as long as you don't make the same mistake twice. So yes. as an entrepreneur, yet yeah, I have this big ambition to change the world, help young people. We've helped over 90,000 young people in the last two, two years with my new adventure, the youth group. Yes. And we've got a community of 1.8 million young people across the country. That's amazing. So how do you go in, when you break it down, growth hacking, what growth hacking do you put in place? Who has the network? It's the famous saying, you, you go to where the party is. Yes, that's a good But idea. also, Ted, if you're not invited to the party, create your own. Yes, yes, I love this, Jack, I love this. That, that, that's, that's one thing I was going to ask, like how important is it to have that, that network, have that party around you. And, and like you said, create that party. How important is that? Because it's something I've seen you do a lot with your network and your personal brand. People look up to you. You, you, are, the, you are the Gatsby of this party, it looks like. Um, how have you done that? And how important is that? Yeah, and, and look, uh, you say, and I'll make a joke, people, people look up to me, they probably look down to me because I'm quite short. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, but look, I, I think everyone's at a different, a different stage. And you know what, you have to build your network. There's always smarter people, no matter how smart you are, there's always smarter people. You can learn from every single individual. There's life experiences, for instance, you've been through, Ted, that I would be, I would flop at and I would not be able to handle right now. But surrounding myself with you, having a conversation, causing a bit of chaos and being consistent, I'll be able to learn very quickly. And look, when you don't have much to offer when you're starting out, you have no money, you have no network, you don't know you don't know how to build a business really and your and your beat your your products in beta what mm. do you do surround yourself with people and network that can help rally you but also endorse you yes. but don't be f afraid to kick someone out of the party once they no longer should be in your party yeah. or they don't mix in with your values and people make that mistake and what i mean by that i that 24 months ago, I said, I'm announcing that I'm, a sa I'm sacking my mentors and I'm reshaping all my mentors. And mm -hmm. people like, you've got some, some of the best mentors in the country. Why are you getting rid of them? And I said, no, I'm not getting rid of anyone because you don't burn bridges with no one if you're building your network. You bring people with you. But actually, your clarity of thinking needs a change because who's behind, who's having the conversation behind the next room that you're entering and who's in that room and what access of information do they have access to that you need to know to get from C to D? Because we've already gone from A to B with your, new, your, your current network and your current mentors, but who's really going to help you get from C to D? And that's why you have to spice things up and change it up a little bit. Yeah, we do it on the dance floor when we in a nightclub when we dance. We go from one girl to another to another. And you're like, who, who do you want to take home for the night? And it's the same with entrepreneurship and networking. It's who do you want to become? Yes. And you can't become what you can't see. Mm. I love, yeah, I love that. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is it a case of saying yes to a lot more opportunities? Because I know last year I was always like, oh, it's not for me. Oh, I don't know if I can do that yet. But this year I've made a conscious effort to say yes to things, even if I don't know how to do it and I learn on the job. Is that a similar mindset you sort of adopt as well? 
I, I adopted, and I love that approach, Ted. I, and I adopted that mm. when I first started out four or five years ago. And um, even up to the last 24 months, turn up to the room. There's a famous quote by Richard Branson, um, uh, dress for the job you want. Yeah. But I also believe dress for the opportunity you want. Yeah. And, and if you feel, oh, this is not right for me now, I don't know, should I do it? Just go and do it and give it a go. Mm. And then when you get too much opportunity, it's what you say no to. Yes. And, 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 and that is the phase I'm in now. I get about 700 people a week reach out for a coffee on LinkedIn in the DMs. What do I say yes to? What do I say no to? Everyone wants mentoring. Who do I give mentoring to and why? And, and, and that's the same for all these leaders that you're trying to reach out to, is what can you offer them, but also what, what can they learn as well? And then learning to say no to things. So when you're starting out and you just want to rally, yes, say yes to everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and if, you, if you mess up, put your hands up and be authentic. And, but everything you do, you have to lead with kindness. You have to be kind about everything. And if you can't make something, apologize. Like for instance, I, ru I was running two minutes late for this, uh, for our call and I came on and said, apologies, thanks for waiting. Yeah. And thanks for waiting for me, I really appreciate it. And that's what you need to do. You have to be authentic, but you have to be kind because you do not know what it took another leader, another entrepreneur, someone who's posting on LinkedIn to get out of bed in the morning. Yes. My mental health used to come alive at night and uh, midnight. You, you looking at, you know me and a lot of people that know me know that I've struggled with my mental health. Yes. Uh, I'm on a real good spring for the last hundred days. I've not had no mental health challenges and that's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, that's dangerous. People say, why is that dangerous? But it's dangerous in terms of the clarity of my thinking to execute even more. Back when I was in my personal brand prime days when i was hacking 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 i've slowed down on the pr at the moment and the personal brand because i'm focusing on getting the pillars right internally then in the new year you'll see a new type of jack a new type of brand the next phase of our journey uh, in where we grow to the next level and what does that look and how do i add more value a lot of people See Jack Parsons, if we were to talk in the third language, uh, the third person, so not the language. Um, I know I'm speaking Essex, but that's not a language. Um, it could be <laughs> the third, the third language, uh, the third um, person is Jack Parsons is this kind leader, helping young people, doing this some fantastic stuff on improving the odds and some kind of social purpose led. But behind Jack Parsons is an operation of 55 members of the team, an operation. I'm, a, I'm an international special advice from New Zealand government on youth, but no one knows that. <laughs> yeah. I sit in meetings all day, operations meet a strategy. I'm a through and through entrepreneur. Yeah. I fail every day and there's 300 things that come my way every day. You take a team of 55, if they all send you five messages a day each, it starts building up. Yeah. Time your personal brand grows, and then you've and then with our community of 1.8 million young people, young people reaching out to us saying, "Help us! How can I get some help?" Mm -hmm. So, behind my journey, which I've not really shown, is the real dedication, working seven days a week, and the entrepreneurship 
that I actually fail every day and I'm quick on creating solutions and trying to find the answer. And I believe a lot of young people or anyone who's listening to this, including yourself, Ted, will be like, I'm an entrepreneur. Okay, cool. I get it. Yeah, no, no, 100%. And I know we're short on time. So my last hard hitting question, because it does seem like you've, uh, you've definitely evolved and it seems like you've learned a lot from what you're saying over the past year or so alone like you you're definitely sort of at that next level and ready to go to the next step so if i can the last thing can i please get you to share one final bit of advice summarizing everything you, you've we've mentioned in this short space of time for the young people out there whether they're looking to be an entrepreneur or they're just looking to be a success in whatever they're doing yeah so uh, let, uh, there, there's a free part to this but people i may i, I hope people appreciate it so as an entrepreneur, I've learned over the last five years, I've been stabbed in the back a few times. I've lost a few million from investors. I've been done over by my best friend who started my first business with me. So I've been through the hooks, but also I've had some fucking lucky moments yeah. and some good things as well in my, in my journey so far as a young entrepreneur. I've still got so much to learn. But my first thing is stop seeing gray. And what I mean by that is when you're too close to the elephant, all you can see is gray and you can't see the other perspectives around you. Your network might be gray, your thinking may be gray, or what your product is may be gray. So you have to step away from the elephant to see all the perspectives around it. So when you're in an elephant moment and you can only see gray, take a step back. And you may need some help with your mentors or your network to take a step back, but definitely take a step back. And, and by taking a step back, like I've done with my personal brand, doesn't mean that you're losing or you're not catching up with others because you're on your own journey. Mm. But some of us need that clarity to take, to step away from that elephant. So that's one. Yeah. Secondly, everyone says it, but it's so, so true. Cash flow is crown. Yes. Now they say king, but I'm very diverse and I believe in diversity. Yeah, yeah. Cash, king, cash flow is crown. And always remember that. You need to be looking at your cash flow all the bloody time, down to the last penny to know what's coming in, what's going out and what's predicted and what's, what's the future. Yeah. And then the third thing, it's over communicating everything you do to everyone. Yes. People misjudge, especially through, through video calls now. Uh, people can't see your impression. They don't know what you mean online. They don't know this. So just over communicating everything that you do. And since I've over been over communicating in the last six months, my social, my so my likes on my posts have now on LinkedIn have grown. Uh, to the moon and back and my team has got a bit more um, agile and they're, they're working like speedboats because we're a speedboat organization move quickly and also my work that I do with government and um, Buckingham Palace and international um, governments over communicate with everything because they're overseas they can't see you most of the time yeah. it's just made everything more clarify clarity a lot more clarity on them and on me and things just get a lot more simple like I said, Ted, I like to keep things simple. Yes. Everything I do. If, if, if a, if a four-year-old cannot understand your business plan or that 
that super sexy sales deck that you're putting together to share with the, all your prospects, if you overcomplicate it and you don't make it simple and have clarity, but also over-communicate that it's simple, you're lost. Boom. So keep it simple, keep it authentic and keep going. That's what I've learned from today's episode. Is that right? Yeah, I definitely. And and also one thing, don't let anyone tell you, you cannot achieve. No idea is a bad idea. It's how you execute on it. Just go and do it. Be happy and enjoy the process because too many people focus on the outcome and not the process. Yes. Brilliant. Well, Jack, I know, I know you're very short on time, so I appreciate your time as well. I know you're very busy. Um, I think that was short, snappy, straight to the point, and exactly what I wanted and exactly what my listeners will want. So thank you so much. Always, Ted. And everyone can reach out. Look, yeah, I am busy, but I, I love giving back. I'm so busy, I've not even had time to have an haircut, but hey. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Thank you so much, Jack. And I wish you all the best of luck. Not that you need it. Oh, cheers, Ted. If only they knew the hub for young business minds.